Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Ryan Gable, your host. 
and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com, G-A-B-L-E. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. The Fringe FM is the network, and the Fringe.fm is the network website. I've been getting a lot of questions about the application for the Fringe, and we've got a new application on the way, so the old one is, of course, not going to be working anymore. So the new application is on the way. The website is being redone. We're really trying to fine-tune the network, so I appreciate you bearing with us as we do that, or more so as Joe Roop does the technical aspects of that. I'll be doing some other management stuff on the network as well, but we're trying to make things better and more professional all the time. And speaking of that, I just went back and I listened to a radio show I did like seven, almost eight years ago. And ooh, ooh, it was awful. It was really awful. But apparently at the time, people still thought that it was worth something. And if they didn't express that worth to me, I'd have never had the confidence to go forward, and I would have never have made myself more informed and would never have learned to become better at what I do to be able to sit in a small, well, the apartment's not really small, but a small little room in an apartment and do a show that receives recognition within very, very powerful, wealthy radio communities, let's put it that way, where you bring up my name around some people, they know who I am. And some people like me a lot, but they can't say it because it can compromise their careers, and some people hate me a lot. And they still don't say anything because it could still compromise their careers. You know, isn't that, it's just so strange. Like, I started out radio in October, the anniversary of my radio debut which was horrific, I talked for maybe like a minute, was back in October, I think it was around the third, uh, the third, fourth, fifth day, it's like the first week or something of October, I never can remember the exact day, but it was around the first week of October, and it goes all the way back to 2009, I really didn't start doing radio to 2010, so in about three weeks is my official radio anniversary, the first thing I ever said on radio was, Celebrity, all kinds of celebrities, any kind of celebrity. Celebrity just means people that are famous and well-known. Celebrity is the new religion. And I, I maintain that today. I think celebrity is the new religion. Celebrity is a religion. It's a new kind of religion at the very least. It was the first thing I ever said on radio. And I listened to myself and there was just like a distinct lack of confidence in the original shows that I did. But I worked to make those shows better and I learned what worked and what didn't work. And now I have the secret teachings today, five nights a week, right here on the fringe. And people know who we are as a result of the energy and effort I put in. So, you know, although it sounds like a self-help thing, really, if you put enough energy and attention into something, you can really manifest. It might not be what you think you're manifesting. You might not be able to sit there and say, well, I want to manifest X, Y, Z, and it just manifests in a matter of hours. But over time, patience, sacrifice, willingness, diligence, 
you can manifest things. But that's yourself doing it. If you get into a group of other people, you can manifest it much quicker because you have more energy. We talked a little bit about this last night on the show called Wikipedia for Dummies. Just about how, just like Wikipedia, you know, anybody can go on there and edit things and make things their own. Witchcraft has become like that. And there's like a schism within, I guess, witchcraft, witchy communities, if you can call them that, where like real witches don't really brag about the fact that they're witches or they classify themselves as witches. And there's kind of a schism between them and they're young and they're old. They're in their 20s. They're in their 70s. They're all over the place. And people that are like techno-witches. I didn't talk about that last night, but that's a better name. Some people call them Instagram witches, but like techno-witches. And there's like a schism between like traditional witches and then like techno-witches who brag about the fact that they're witches and they want to they wanna signal to everybody, look, I'm a witch, I'm cool, I have crystals, I have, you know, whatever. I have shaman sticks, I'm a shaman. Which the shaman thing, more than the witch thing, the shaman thing is a little bit disrespectful, don't you think? At this point, don't you think shamanism is a sacred thing and that you shouldn't defame it with, like, sticks and crystals and and cleavage? I'm being serious. Come on. You know, I think it's a little bit disrespectful. And I'm somebody who would, in in a lot of cases, argue moral relativity. But I think shamanism, the way that it's been treated, is very, very disrespectful. And in a lot of ways, I think witchcraft is disrespectful. That's why I called the show last night Valak's Novices, because Valak is the demon, the defiler, of those things that are sacred and innocent. And I think when you take something sacred, like the laws of nature, plants, herbs, stones, crystals, etc., and you abuse it for something, whether it's wealth, you know, try to make money from it, or I'm not saying that you run a business, it's bad. I'm saying if you're, you're just exploiting people, you don't fully understand what you're doing or you think you know and you really don't. I think that's defiling. And I think that people that do that are novices. I don't think they really know what they're doing. These are just perspectives, and this is how you know you come up with themes on the radio, and this is what I bring to you, bring to you five nights a week, because I think that you know it's a different perspective. It's important. You can go to any radio show, and you can hear your conservative Christian right wing talking points. You can go to any radio show, and you can hear your liberal left wing. Maybe they're like I don't know, atheistic. I don't know what. Left leftist people believe, but you can hear those talking points. And you go to some shows and you can kind of hear a little bit of moderation. And then you can go to some shows, you can hear about aliens and the paranormal. But, you know, if you went to a lot of those shows that leaned in a political direction or, you know, in a religious direction, a religious show, you're, gonna, you're not going to hear anything about fringe subjects because they're terrified of them. And if you go to the fringe community, you don't usually hear a lot about the other side. I'm trying to bring you both sides. Because if we don't have both sides, how are we supposed to understand what's going on? We end up in one extreme position collectively, ideologically, or another extreme position. And that doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help anybody. Yeah, it's a little bit scary to step out of your comfort zone. Of course it is. It's a little bit scary to step out of things that you've been able to consciously or subconsciously use to make yourself feel better, to make yourself feel like you're a part of something, to make yourself feel like you're, you've been accepted when you've been rejected, it seems like, by everybody else in your life. And of course, we suffer from things like trauma. We suffer from things like abuse, various kinds of trauma, various kinds of abuse on a spectrum that goes from the least extreme to the most extreme and beyond that. And it's more difficult to open ourselves up to new ideas, new possibilities, even the idea of love and 
partnership and companionship because why? Well, it's easier to stay in the trauma because we already have rough areas and patches and scars that can help protect against more abuse. We become numb to it, and it becomes difficult to open ourselves up because that's vulnerable, and vulnerability leads us to being hurt, so we'd rather shut down and lock down and not talk about it. But we do that not just in like relationships. We do that in, with ideologies because we're comfortable in our ideology. We know that our ideology isn't sound, but we, we maintain it because our ideology is who we are. We identify with it, and that's a very dangerous thing. You don't want to identify with your ideology. That's a mistake. You don't want to identify with a belief or identify with faith in a particular thing. Shouldn't be identifying with anything, maybe spirit, maybe soul, but even that gets misconstrued. Why? Well, because spirit and soul can often be interpreted as new age or religion or faith in something. And then it can be stretched out and it could mean like ascension and transcendence and all this stuff. And what does all that teach you? That teaches you do what thou wilt, just like the Crowley doctrine. Although, yeah, it goes beyond that, but that's what the New Age community really is. It's like, do what you want, have fun. The New Age community is an extension of all the UFO cults and all the sex and the drugs and the free love and the alcohol and the music and all that of the flower power and the 60s and the 70s and the intelligence agencies that were involved in that and Laurel Canyon and all of it. That's what the New Age movement is today. Unfortunately, that's where witches come from. Unfortunately, a lot of new age techno witches, and that's where the occult has been used and abused. You define the word occult, supernatural, mystical or magical beliefs, practices or phenomena. In the simplest terms, occult just means hidden, those things that are unknown, those things that are secrets, mysteries. To be more specific, occult could be defined as the arcane or the arcana of the mysteries. Those things that are understood by the few, by the initiates, by the people that study them and preserve them so they are not used and abused, or they are not used and as a result of ignorance bring abuse to the user and to others by accidental association. Now, why do these two words matter? Occult and arcane. Well, some of you know I wrote a book called Occult Arcana. It's on the website at thesecretteachings.info. But this word is very important for tonight's show. Arcane or arcana. Mysterious, secret, understood by few. It's like the occult. It's like magic. Before we go any further into that, I want to, I want to address something. Last night I was, I was going through some old, 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 old papers, like 10 years old. And I was just looking at these papers because I wanted to show... Uh, I wanted to show Joe Root, my old show prep. Joe Root from Lighting the Void, for those of you who don't know. I wanted to show him my old show prep because we were talking about radio production. So I pull out my old papers. I, I have the big folder, big, big folder. All these papers, like I would have a, like legal, yellow legal notepads, and I would write down everything I wanted to talk about, questions I would ask the audience and the structure of the show. And I never had formal training on that. I just, it was how my brain worked. So I wrote it all down like this. And I saved all those shows, probably up until like 2014. And then I started doing it with less notes. And I pulled all that out, and I ended up pulling out a folder of a, of a friend of mine. I had a folder for a friend of mine named uh, Dimitri Crane. And when I pulled it out, I realized what today's date is. 
Today is the 22nd of September, 2020. And as I was looking through this folder, my friend Dimitri, he passed away many years ago. I realized that this was last night, the 21st, but I realized today was the 22nd, which is the anniversary of his, of his passing. And I thought that that was kind of not coincidental. I think it was synchronistic in a sense. I think it was energetic in a sense that I just pulled out this folder for the first time in a very long time, and I realized, oh, tomorrow is the anniversary of my friend's death. He died in a car crash. A motorcycle hit his car. A very strange incident. A motorcycle hit his car, rolled the entire SUV. It's a really, really uh, horrible crash site. He died instantly, apparently, in the driver's side where the motorcycle hit him. This was back in 2011 when he died, and this was around the time that I was discombobulated because I had I had a really good friend, and then he dies, and I didn't. I was in Orlando, virtually by myself. I was going to film school. It was almost over. I was almost graduated. I didn't really know what to do, and I remember the radio station that we had done radio at. He started it as a volunteer, and then I picked it up afterwards. They asked me. They said, "You know, he's been doing radio here so long. Do you want to do radio?" You want to keep it going? And I said, I guess, yeah, I mean, I would like to. And so they said, all right, well, keep showing up Sunday mornings and doing the show. So I was a little bit nervous. I didn't know what to do on the radio. I didn't have somebody else to talk to. It was just me. So I had to start reading and learning things. And like I said earlier, I went through uh, some old shows today and I was thinking, oh, I don't know. If, I don't even know if I want to play those on air. They're, some of, they sound horrible, some of them. You know, my voice, I sound like, I don't know. I sound just, I sound really, I sound really weak. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. If you want to go listen to them though, they're, they're in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. It's embarrassing. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, yes, I can be embarrassed and they're, they're kind of embarrassing. So nine years ago today, my friend died in this car wreck. It was uh, early in the morning, 9.30 a.m. in Orlando. And uh, he really got me started in radio when I would go in and do his show. And uh, I've thought about Dimitri over the years, and uh, I think more so he, because he was much older than me. I think he probably took me in more of more of like a son than even like a friend, because he was like in his forties or something. I think early forties, not exactly. Maybe he was in his thirties. I forget exactly how old he was, but at the time I was like nineteen, twenty. So he was much older than me, and uh, he kind of took took me in as a friend, and he showed me things, and we we, we learned about a lot together. He'd show me all these books and let me borrow things to read them and whatnot. And uh, I think I've thought about him over the years here or there. His m- memory just passes through my my mind. And uh, there have been a couple of occasions like that I, I felt like I could feel his energy, you know, like he was still there. Now, some people might say, well, that's that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. That's a sp- very spiritual thing. Others might say, ooh, Ryan, you got to be careful with that energy. That might be evil or demonic or there's something wrong there. You might think it's your friend, but those are evil spirits and evil energies. I think, okay, fair enough. Touche to both of you. You know, it might be good. It might be bad. It might be whatever. Keeping that in mind, as I set this up for you tonight, yesterday after the show, I went on to the internet and I had planned for tonight to do a different kind of show 
But then it ended up turning into a better version of what I was planning because a listener of ours, I hope he's listening, Clay Hart, sent me this really great observation that I totally missed. It just happened uh, back in, uh, was this back in June? So it didn't just happen. I guess it happened a couple months ago, but this was posted back in June. I did not see this, but Clay found this and sent this to me. It's really incredible. Patrice Coolers. I guess that's how you pronounce her name, Patrice Coolers, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. Patrice Coolers, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, along with Opal Tometi, who is Nigerian, and Alicia Garza. Patrice Coolers, or call her PC, she did a performance, a ritual, that is something you just have to see to believe. And the reason that that has any significance to what I'm saying is because The founders of Black Lives Matter, on audio, I've played the audio, I've played the montage before you, say that they welcome the spirits of the dead, and they invoke them with things that they maybe enjoyed during their life. They bring them into our world, they welcome them, like Halloween, the the veil becomes thin, we have food to welcome spirits or to ward off evil spirits, trick or treat, that's why we wear costumes to welcome these spirits, to help them carry out their plan, their agenda. So I'm online last night. Clay had sent me that earlier in the day, and I, and I go to the Black Lives Matter website because I'm looking for their What We're About page, the What We Believe page. And on that page, it says that their goal is to destroy the nuclear family structure, to raise children in villages and all this. They call people comrades. And the founder, one of the founders says, yes, we are Marxist. Patricia Cooler, Cullers, who's doing this ritual that we're going to play a little bit of here on the show in the next segment. And I go to find this on their website, and it's gone. They took it down from their website. They no longer have the What We Believe section on their website. I imagine because they've got a tremendous amount of negative feedback because what's on their website is the exact same thing that the director, the director of the movie Cuties on Netflix said, that the movie is about destroying Western society. And that's what Black Lives Matter said, Western prescribed family practices. No more men, just women and children raised, children being raised in a village and women being used in the village as part of the collective and men being shipped off. And this is what they said, okay? This is what the director of Cutie said. This is what the Stanford Research Institute said. This is what Silent Weapons for Quiet War said. This is what the report from Iron Mountain alluded to. I mean, this is social engineering. None of this is accidental. None of this is, oh, it's just some people that got together. You don't understand, Ryan. It's just a bunch of people that got together and they want justice and equality and defund the police, but that just means reallocate funds. Okay, it might be some of that, but you're missing some critical points. The founders of this group in particular, I'm not saying they're evil witches. They're admittedly practicing witchcraft, but a certain kind of witchcraft, a form of divination called Aoife, or Aoife magic. And you might say, well, nah, there's no way. What are you talking about? They practice magic. Well, we all practice magic every day. But if you go look up this video, Patrice Cullers conducts a ritual and a prayer to the Iyami. Now, if you know what the Iyami is, by some chance, if you know anything about, like, Yoruba, The Iyami Aja refers to a powerful African woman who wields arcane 
creative, biological, spiritual, and cosmic powers. So let me try to put this into perspective for you. The founders of Black Lives Matter, one of which is Nigerian, which is one of the homes in Africa for the Ifu magical practice, the founders of Black Lives Matter not only say that they're trained Marxists and cultural revolutionaries, but that they are magical practitioners that evoke the dead, bringing their spirits into the physical world, pouring out libations to them, sacrifices, using their names as magical sigils to carry out their agenda. And if their agenda is not positive, it's about destroying families, it's about creating villages that are collective and having comrades raise your children, if that's what it says, but they took that off their website, I've got a copy of it, however, this is not good. This is bad. And if you look at Patrice Cullers in this video where she's doing this ritual, you wouldn't even believe what she's wearing. She's literally wearing a pair of wings that just happen to look a lot like the wings that Billie Eilish wore in All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Where she said, my Lucifer is lonely, and she's stumbling around with these wings on. Those aren't angel wings, folks. Those are the wings of the fallen angel. And although I would argue, relatively, that the fallen angel is not necessarily a dark thing, when you portray it like this, these are black angels. This is black magic. These people are not good. They don't care about black people, and they sure as hell don't care about equality and justice. This is black magic in your face in an attempt to overthrow the cultural, societal, civilized order. And it's much more open today than it might have been a hundred or a thousand years ago. Now the black magicians and the priests and the priestesses are out in the streets performing their rituals with no fear of being hanged or burned or tortured because it's being sanctioned by far darker, more powerful things. That's where I stand. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere more after this. You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting. How do you think you would react if you knew the truth? The You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting. How do you think you would react if you knew the truth? The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, Ryan, and yourself. 
I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the internet by corporate and political interests? Hey guys, it's Clyde Lewis here with Ground Zero Radio, and in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground. It's called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, ebooks, documents, and much, much more. Our news aggregator, Nucifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting the Ground Zero friendly podcasts like Into the Paranormal with Jeremy Scott and The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath is a social media platform along with the chat room to interact with many of our listeners. Mobile apps for Android and Apple will soon be available at Aftermath.media. The monthly subscription to Aftermath.media is $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to the library of archived Ground Zero podcasts and shows. If you're interested in having access to our podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero by subscribing to Aftermath.media. Sign up today, Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting. May I have the password, please? The Fringe FM. That's right, sir. That is the password. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. So in the last segment, I told a brief story about a friend of mine who got me started in radio, and nine years ago today, he passed away in a car accident, and that 
propelled me into acquiring the radio show as my own that he had built as what was called the D Show. And later in 2012, 2013, I changed the name of the show to The Secret Teachings after Manly Palmer Hall's book, The Secret Teachings of All Ages. And I turned it into something all my own. And it took a long time to build to get what I have today. And a lot of people just kind of want to sit down, turn on a mic, and, oh, no, they've got a million listeners. That's a lot to deal with. That doesn't happen to anybody ever, anywhere, and never has and never will. You have to put in a lot of work to build and to create. And the more work and the more effort you put in, the more that you build and the more you create, if you do it honestly and artistically, You'll attract people who appreciate it and want to be a part of it. And if you don't do it that way and you just expect things to be handed to you, well, wisdom is not going to be handed to you. It's not bestowed. It's achieved. You have to achieve things. You have to go out and you have to do them for yourself. You know, they say, well, God helps people that help themselves, right? So that's what God is. It's you going out and getting it done yourself. No one's going to bring it to you. You're not going to ascend with Wilcock. You're not going to immediately just go into heaven because you read the Bible. You know, the, it's just, it's, it's not literal. These are stories and ideas that are misinterpreted. They're meant to be preserved as sacred so people like David Wilcock don't come along and take them and pervert them to make money off of them. That's why things have always been kept secret of this nature. That's why when you read the Bible, everything from Adam and Eve to Cain and Abel, I mean, these are stories of humans developing consciousness and realizing what it takes to make something of yourself and to build something, sacrifice. And, and if your sacrifice isn't good enough, sometimes it's not good enough despite the fact that you tried hard, you can become a bitter person. And this is the pain that you have to go through, the pain that you have to experience in life. But then it can be contrasted with beauty and pleasure if you're able to not let go of your potentiality. I mean, all of this is preserved there in the Bible, it's not a literal story. It's meant as a, as a literal secret teaching in the Bible. But if you take these things and you pervert them, they can be very, very dangerous, and they are very, very dangerous. Others take them knowing how dangerous they are because they wish to create chaos and havoc. And, you know, I've told this story probably half a dozen times in the last couple of months, but I think it's very, very important if you read the Stanford Research Institute Center for Social Policy, The Changing Images of Man, it's a document many, many years ago that was published by a futurist and a handful of others. And it talks about using women, this is what it says, women and black people in the document. It's not my opinion. It says in the document, using women and black people. It says this in the document, using women and black people to create these movements that can restructure society, in a sense, that will redesign the social order, that will alter things in a way that are more controllable and, and malleable. That's what it says. If you read the report from Iron Mountain, if you read Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, if you read uh, uh, any number of think tanks, uh, what their policies are, Tavistock, for example, Tavistock is a good example. If you read Tavistock, they openly are talking about abusing children to create confusion in gender and sex. It's in their own words. It's not my opinion. 
So when you combine all this together, you start to wonder, well, why, why is this happening across the board, across the world? Why are these think tanks and agencies and groups and collectives and billionaires getting together and putting all this together? What, what is the point in all this? Well, it's at the very least, it's social engineering. At the very most, it's very, very dark magic, I would, I would suggest. I'll give you an example of that. Black Lives Matter has taken down part of their website. I don't know if you saw this, but if you go to blacklivesmatter.com, they have taken down, they have removed some of their website. What they removed from their website was the What We Believe page. And on that page, it says that they want to get rid of the nuclear family, that they engage comrades, that they want to raise children in villages, and that basically they want to get rid of men, which is kind of contrary because isn't the whole movement supposed to be around black men who were killed discriminately by police? But no, the whole point in their movement is to get rid of men. Black, white, doesn't matter. That's not, a, that's not about black lives. It's about cultural genocide. This is about ethnic cleansing, but not ethnic cleansing in the sense that you're thinking. This is about cleansing all the bottom feeders and using some bottom feeders, which, like an animal farm, some animals are more equal than others. Using some bottom feeders to eliminate other bottom feeders, but to do so in the name of equality and justice. Now, you probably know all that. But that's what it says on their website. They've removed that from their website. I retain a physical copy of it, which I'm sure someone will tell me, or if you had this copy, someone would tell you, you made that up, you typed that up yourself, that's not true, it's not on their website, I don't believe it. Well, okay, that's fine, I don't care what you believe, I know what the truth is because I've done the investigation into it. So we have that. Then I came across this article from The Atlantic. It's a horrible, horrible publication. But here's an Atlantic article. This is back in March of this year. It says the nuclear family was a mistake. And on the website of The Atlantic, if you look this article up, it says the family structure we've held up as the cultural ideal for the past half century has been a catastrophe for many. It's time to figure out better ways to live together. Well, there are two problems with that statement and with the picture. Number one, the picture is a little black girl with her black mommy and her black daddy. Why did they choose a little black girl? Doesn't this kind of sound like something that was written? It was written by David Brooks. Don't you think this was written by the same ideological collective cult hive mind that is part of Black Lives Matter? Why did they choose a little black girl and a little black family? I say a little black family because she, this little girl's playing with like a dollhouse and her parents are like these little dolls, it looks like. Why do they choose this little black family to be the reason that the nuclear family was a mistake? Don't you, this looks like it was written by the Ku Klux Klan. But no, it's, it's written by someone who's, who's all about justice and equality. Let me read this to you again. The family structure we've held up as the cultural ideal for the past half century has been a catastrophe for, for many. Okay, let's address that real quick because there's a lot, a lot of minutiae there. Number one, it's not a cultural ideal. It is the foundation of human existence since the beginning of time. Number two, it has nothing to do with the past half century. Half that's 50 years. Half century. What, we've just had families since the 70s? Or maybe since the 50s, if they're talking about the, the 20, 20th to 21st century? No, we've had families since the beginning of recorded time. Men and women working together to raise children, men doing certain things, women doing certain things. This is not the past half century. This is the majority, almost the entirety of human existence. And it's been a catastrophe. 
You know what's been a catastrophe? What's been a catastrophe is the destruction of any kind of family relation. Now, I understand that you don't have to be married and you don't have to have a traditional structure to be happy. And the the whole point of a marriage is to preserve some level of uh, morality and decency. And sometimes marriages don't work, so you, you break apart. But when marriages don't work because society... And I'm talking about society as a whole. Ooh, it's evil. I'm talking about when things are engineered in a way in media and entertainment to make you think that living a promiscuous lifestyle is less of a catastrophe than having somebody that you love and care about and having children with. That's just an inversion of reality. And this is another reason why culturally, societally, and in the most uncivilized way, There's this underlying current, which is very prevalent in the United States, that opening yourself up to connection and love is more damaging than just allowing yourself to be traumatized and used. I mean, I couldn't tell. I swear to God, I could sit here and I could I could think for the rest of the show and just not say anything. And I couldn't name you the number of women I've tried to date, tried to go out with or the number of people that I've just been friends with who have the same experience over and over and over again. People they meet, they have everything in common with everything sounds great. And then the other person just can't do it because they'd rather live in trauma and misery because it's just too much to open up to another person over and over and over again. Now, to me, it seems like the real catastrophe is the inability to open up and to love each other because those channels have been shut down in part by demoralization. So you don't think you're worth anything. You don't think that you're worth giving somebody a chance or giving yourself a chance. You don't have a right to be happy or a right to find a partner or a right to have friends. You have a right to have opportunity. And that opportunity might be different than someone else's opportunity, but you still have an opportunity to create something, to build something. I don't care if it's a family or you're in radio and you want to build a radio show. You have an opportunity. You don't have a right to have my show. You don't have a right to have my property, but you have a right to have an opportunity to build something for yourself. And sometimes it comes easier to people and sometimes it's much more difficult. And those are lessons that we all have to learn. So this article says the nuclear family was a mistake. Okay, if the nuclear family was a mistake, what should we have been doing for the last, I don't know, Hundreds of thousands of years, letting group, collective, ideological cults control our children so everybody looks and dresses and acts the same, and a small group of powerful people dictate and control everything that we can do and think and say and who we can see and who we can have sex with and what we can eat and what we even choose to, you know, to grow as a crop, what we, what we choose to do to have fun or to release ourselves. What exactly is society supposed to be? Little villages, little comrades running around beating people who don't listen to what they tell them to do? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a great, great idea. It's worked so well every time it's been tried. So this is what the Atlantic says, that it's not a great idea to have a family. Well, it's interesting. Okay, it's not a great idea to have a family. Black Lives Matter says the same thing on their website, under their About page, What We Believe. They've now removed that from their website. So why is this important? Well, let's go back to the story of my friend who passed away. My friend passed away in 2011, On this day, September 22nd, he died in a car crash. After that, I took over the radio. Nine years ago today, he died. Since then, on maybe like three really solid occasions, I felt his presence with me. One time, I I remember I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth, and I just felt like he was there. And it was his energy. And another time, I was on radio, and I just felt his energy there. Don't know why, don't know how but I just felt it there. Now, if I was to invoke his presence 
just my friend, or if you were to invoke your, your friend or your family member who passed away, invoke their presence. And the whole point and the whole goal in it is to just share in that feeling again, to know that they're there and they're okay. Even if that's a selfish thing for you, but just to know that they're there and they're okay, right? You do that. And that's your intention. Or, you know, when you call on God or whatever you believe, give me strength. Maybe you call on your relatives. Some people call on their grandparents, like, you know, Grandma, give me strength if you're there listening. You do that, give me strength, help me. You know, I, I have a, a job interview. I, I have uh, I have a meeting. I'm really nervous. I don't know what it is. You know, people call on things for different reasons. Whatever the case might be, if you do that for that reason, I wouldn't think that that's a negative thing at all. I would think, oh, that's just, you're just communicating, connecting with people, even if they've passed on. That's the whole point in why we celebrate Halloween, trick-or-treating, going to scowling, costumes, candy, all this. But when your goal is to call call upon spirits to carry out these kinds of agendas. Well, that makes me a little bit suspicious. And it's really just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to me. I was having this conversation over the weekend. I mentioned this on last night's show. And I'm like, look, the founders of Black Lives Matter are witches. And, you know, I understand before I say that, I, I should realize, like, no one's going to know what I'm talking about. And, th- and this one person just looks at me like, they give me that look and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? They're wit- No, they care about equality. I'm like, no, you know what? I- I'm so tired of reading like a book or two a week. I'm tired of reading like hundreds of news articles a day. And then people that barely can read tell me I'm wrong because they're illiterate. That gets really old. Okay, that gets really, really old. So I told this person, I said, no, in interviews, they said it themselves. I said, now, witches aren't necessarily evil creatures or, you know, they- they're not working for the devil per se. But they have openly stated, the founders of Black Lives Matter, they've openly stated that they are cultural Marxists, and they've openly stated, more importantly perhaps, that they call upon the spirits of their relatives, their ancestors, and they call upon the spirits of the dead black men like George Floyd and others in order to, as they pour out libations to them, standing on spilled blood as if it's a sacrifice. This is what they say in their own words. I'll play the clips when we come back from the uh, the next break into the second hour. But they do this in order to use that power and energy to carry out the agenda of their movement, okay? So even if you can kind of grasp that, the next question becomes, what is the agenda of their movement? Well, I just explained it to you. Whether it's the Atlantic or it's the What We Believe page from BLM.com, which has now been removed, it's to destroy families, destroy masculinity, raise children in villages, and collectivize all of the world under the guise of we want equality and defund the police or reallocate funds so we can have red guards or peace officers that run around with dunce hats and placards that they put on you and then you have to go to struggle sessions and people spit on you and throw things at you and you have to denounce yourself and denounce your family and denounce your friends and say you were a bad person because you dared to think for yourself we've seen this all throughout history i know what it is you know what it is it's the same exact kind of social decimation that you've seen in country after country after country however this time it's a little bit different because the founders of black lives matter are not just carrying out a cultural marxist ideological line they are openly using spirits and spirit communication in their own words to carry out this agenda. They are 
literally sorcerers. They are literally black magicians. If they were calling on these spirits to help them do something good, like if their website just said, we want equality and justice, and didn't even explain what the hell that meant, it would be different. But when their website says, here's our goal, comrades, collectives, no men, destroy the family, that makes me question why they're calling on those spirits, because they're clearly calling on those spirits to do something a little bit more destructive than just have peace and equality. See what I mean? Okay, so what exactly does all this mean? Well, if you look up the Ifa religion, IFA, the Ifa religion, is a system of divination of the Yoruba people. One of the places it's practiced is Nigeria. Opal Tometi, one of the founders of BLM, is Nigerian. Patrice Cullors is probably the most well-known member of Black Lives Matter. At least she does most of the interviews. And she's the one that said, we actually do have an ideological frame. We are trained Marxists. That's a quote. We are trained Marxists. She did some ritual back in June. I didn't see this until a listener named Clay Hart sent this to me. She did a ritual back in June where she wore these giant wings. Now, you think about wings, you might think of you might think of angels, you might think of demons, right? Well, if she was dressed in white, maybe she'd be angelic and maybe it would look peaceful. But when they do these rituals, first of all, they do these rituals and people don't even know what they're a part of. They're like, oh, this is just this is public art. This is performance art. This is cool. I think I'll go down there and support the black folks because I'm a good white person. So they go down there and they don't know what they're participating in. And then Patrice Cullors comes out with literally the wings of freaking Lucifer. And I don't think Lucifer is necessarily a negative dark spirit or entity. I'm just saying she comes out with the wings of the of the GD fallen angel performing some weird Aoife magical ritual, only weird because the whole point in doing this is to overturn social, cultural, and civilized existence in their own words so they come out she comes out in the wings she comes out in the wings and play this video you won't won't obviously be able to really take it all in but play this video this is what happens here this is back in june of 2020 patrice coolers and she's saying a prayer to the iami you know what the iami is how is nobody talking about this do you know what the iami is here she is coming out with her wings. And that's not all. She looks like Billie Eilish in All the Good Girls Go to Hell, where she says, my Lucifer is lonely. The, the guardian of heaven is on vacation. Let's go into heaven. Let's raid heaven. Let's take and destroy and profane all the things that are sacred in the song. But they're like, nah, Billie Eilish, she's just a cool girl. She's got some baggy pants and she wears some weird contacts sometimes. And she's just really cool. Same with Black Lives Matter. Oh, it's just some black ladies that got together and they want to stop all the, 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 the violence. Okay, great. So to stop the violence, you come out dress like Lucifer, and perform a ritual in a bunch of people that have no idea, have no idea what they're a part of, but they want to be a part of it because it looks cool and because it's acceptable and it makes you look like you're a virtuous good person. I'm sorry. I'm ranting. Here's the video. I'm sorry. I'm ranting. Here's the video. This demoralization. Notice of intention to circulate petition. 
Notice is hereby given by the persons whose name appear below of their intention to circulate the petition within the County of Los Angeles for the purpose of amending Chapter 3.79 of the Los Angeles County Code of Ordinances to revise the powers and duties of the Los Angeles County Sheriff Civilian Oversight Commission. Now, it all, it all, I'm going to stop it right there. Now, it all sounds like, oh, this is political. This is about working within the system where we're going to revise things. They shoot this video. She's literally walking with the wings of Lucifer, like Billie Eilish does. And above her head at 238, this giant golden halo appears, making her look like she's an angel. But she's a dark angel, as you can clearly see in the video. Reasons for the proposed action as contemplated in the petition is as follows. Los Angeles County is and now her wings jail systems in the world. are open. Listen County to what she says. Are awaiting trial or were sentenced for nonviolent offenses. Many have unaddressed mental health or substance abuse issues, and many are homeless upon release. Okay, I agree with all that. Yeah, Los Angeles has one of the highest incarceration rates in the country. The United States has one of the highest incarceration rates in the world. And a large number of people that go to prison, privatized prisons, that are profited from slave labor, a lot of the people that go to the privatized prisons, they are going to prison because of nonviolent drug offenses or nonviolent crimes at all. And black, white doesn't matter. I agree with that. I agree with what Black Lives Matter is saying. What I don't agree with is how I'm watching this like it's been scripted by an Orwellian author so that what I'm listening to, I agree with. And then what I'm watching is very dark and it speaks to me on a subconscious level. So while my consciousness is distracted, there goes the darkness right into my subconscious and that communicates in a more powerful way. When we come back from break, we're going to get into this in a little more detail. I'm going to explain to you how that system works. When we come back from break, we're going to get into this in a little more detail I'm going to explain to you how this system works. Remember, consciousness, you agree with it, it sounds good, it looks good. But behind that is something that's more forceful and more chaotic and more dark, and it slips into your subconscious and it programs you. That's how this works. It's dangerous, it's dark, it's not positive, it's not of the light, it's not love, it's not equality, it's not justice. It's the trickster, it's chaos. And it has nothing to do with anybody's life. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. This is the worship openly and publicly of the diabolic, of evil, and of inversion. It's right there in your face. You put energy in to support it. This is what you're helping to grow and expand. We'll be back after this break. Don't go anywhere. We're going to play more of this in just a few minutes. Stay with us. have everything you need to explore the secret teachings i've got my secret socks on and my secret tv and my secret tv channel looks like spongebob's ready are you secret secret you're listening to ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm you are listening to the secret teachings to contact the show 
to share information and your opinion or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And that show is now running all day Friday and all day Saturday on History Channel, which is really amazing. I don't know if there's any other show on TV that's doing that right now, so... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories, critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. Find the Fringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books. www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Are you ready to explore the unknown and The Secret Teachings? Do you have everything you need? I've got my secret socks on, and my secret TV, and my secret TV channel. SpongeBob sounds ready. Are you? So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM where you can catch The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop.
I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. This is the Black Magic Matters montage. Listen to the founders of Black Lives Matter and what they say. We say their names, right? So we speak their names. We say her name, say their names. We do that all the time. But you kind of invoke that spirit, and then those spirits actually become present. As we come out, we pray more libation we built with the community. We have looked to the Northwest and called you in. We reject the Trinity and pray devoutly to you, great painter. Give us your knowledge of all secret things. You know, and in my tradition, you offer things that your loved one who passed away will want, like honey or tobacco, things like that. And it's so important, not just for us to be in direct relationship to our people who've passed, but also for them to know we've remembered them. IFA divination system, which makes use of an extensive corpus of texts and mathematical formulae. The word IFA refers to the mystical figure Ifa or Orunmila. Hashtags are for us are way more than a hashtag. It is literally almost resurrecting a spirit to kind of work through us to get the work that we need to get done. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them. We actually do have an ideological frame of myself. We uh, are trained Marxists. Very powerful person who's completely possessed by what's essentially the communist ideology. The IFA divination system is used whenever an important collective decision has to be made. That philosophy presumes that group identity is paramount. That's the fundamental philosophy that drove the Soviet Union and Maoist China. And it's the fundamental philosophy of the left-wing activists. It's identity politics. Black Lives Matter has 16 chapters in the United States and in Canada, which each chapter represents a name of a god or goddess in the Ifu religion or Odu Ifu, which has 16 points, 16 chapters of demonic possession. And it took almost a year for me to realize that this movement is much more than a racial and social justice movement. At its core, it's a spiritual movement. Because we're literally standing on spilled blood. Drop your cult-like affiliation, right? Step out of the shadows, the demonic shadows, your ideological possession, and step forward as a fully developed person into the light. Spirits actually become present with because we're literally standing on spilled blood. 
You thought magic and darkness were confined to the grimoires. Maybe you thought they were confined to some scary movie like Heredity. Maybe you thought magic and darkness, maybe even light, that these were just human constructs and that they didn't exist. Maybe you thought sorcerers were only in video games like Skyrim. Maybe you thought that all this was just demonic and evil so you don't pay attention to any of it or you think it's cool so you are attracted to it magnetically and you focus your energy and attention on it. Maybe you thought that all of this was just part of the way that things were and there's nothing else more to it. There's nothing underlying what you see before you. But you would be wrong on all accounts. None of that is entirely accurate. Put together, it's more accurate. But it's far more complex and it's far more deep. But once you understand the complexity, it becomes much more simple to understand. The three founders of Black Lives Matter are Opal Tometi, Alicia Garza, and Patrice Coolers. Patrice Coolers is the one who said, We are trained Marxists. This is our ideology. Patrice also conducted a ritual back in June. A listener named Clay Hart sent this to me, and I'm very grateful for Clay. I know he, uh, he almost didn't make it out of that poppy concert, so we're glad, we're glad he made it home. He could have got uploaded into the AI system. But Clay sent me this with a video of Patrice Coolers at a ritual where she's literally, and I mean literally, wearing the wings that Billie Eilish wore in the video, All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Literally. Where she is a fallen angel in black goo, and her intention is, although it's supposed to be about the climate and environment, her intention as the angel of death is to literally burn the world down while she's telling her listeners in the song, the guardian of heaven who holds the gold and the silver key, Peter is on vacation we are going to play within the pearly gates and defile all that is sacred, all that is beautiful. We're going to overturn God. I'm sure that was written by an 18-year-old girl. I highly doubt that. Patrice Kohler's a little bit older. I think she knows what she's doing. Not to mention the fact that BLM was founded by, again, literal, and I say that word very intentionally, and I try to articulate it precisely, very literal witches. Now, you could define me as a witch. You could classify me as a witch. We did a whole show on witchcraft last night. So there's no time to recap that. But I'll tell you this. I don't think witches are evil. I think most witches are no different than most Christians. They're just people that want to be within nature and understand how things work and be as close and as connected to the earth as possible. Paganus, or pagans, country people, people that want to be connected to the, to the earth. You can define it in any way, but the founders of Black Lives Matter are witches by the extension of what they believe and what they practice. And in their own words, as you heard in that montage, we need to look at this objectively. They talk about pouring out libations and summoning spirits and all this. And then you find that what their belief is, is an old African form of divination. Now, the Yoruba term for what they praise and what they worship is Iyami Aje. 
And the Iyami is what Patrice Cullors is praying to. Again, literally, that's the name of the video. Prayer to the Iyami by Patrice Cullors. And she's walking out with the wings of Lucifer. As she says her incantations. Now, when you watch it, you're watching something that you're thinking, what exactly am I watching here? This does not look like it's positive or filled with light or love or any of that stuff. It looks like a passive form of evil. But what you're hearing is, let's restructure the system and reallocate funds and let's get people that committed nonviolent drug offenses out of prison. Well, I agree with all that. Well, maybe not so much defunding the police. I think the police should have more funds. If I had to take a stance on something, the police already don't have enough funds. That's why crime's out of control. And when you tell the police that they're bad people, don't do their job, and then the police go away, and then there's more crime, and you say, well, that's still the police's fault, then the police go away even further, then you have total chaos and anarchy. And then you replace it with red guards and peace officers who get to decide who gets raped and who gets murdered and who gets stolen from and who gets killed until the whole system is organized into a group collective. Men are sent off to camps and women are sent out to the fields and the whole structure collapses and everybody starves to death like it's happened time and time and time and time and time again throughout history. But what do I know? I've just read those history books. I must be anti-black, right? So as you're listening to what she's saying you're seeing a completely different image. So the image, the, the, the visuals, that communicates to your subconscious. And the language communicates to the conscious. So it's overriding the conscious with a distraction so that the subconscious picks up the imagery and communicates to you what they want to communicate to you as she opens her wings. Notice of intention to circulate petition. Notice is hereby given by the persons whose name appear below of their intention to circulate the petition within the County of Los Angeles for the purpose of amending Chapter 3.79 of the Los Angeles County Code of Ordinances. At least 15 of the 20 people in this video are white. Oversight Commission. A statement of the reasons for the proposed action as contemplated in the petition is as follows. Los Angeles County is home to one of the largest jail systems in the world. Very true. Most people in Los Angeles County jails are awaiting trial. Let, let, me, let, me, let me back that up. Let me, let me show you what objectivity looks like. Watch this. Contemplated in the petition is as follows. Los Angeles County is home to one of the largest jail systems in the world. I agree. Most people in Los Angeles County jails are awaiting trial or were sentenced for nonviolent offenses. Very true. I agree. Many have unaddressed mental health or substance abuse issues and many are homeless upon release. True. Los Angeles County has the largest population of people in jail with mental illness of any jail system in the country. True, Los but Angeles arguable. Los Angeles County spends far less on vital prevention programs such as homelessness programs and youth prevention programs than it does on incarceration programs. True, more but arguable. Stop the cycle of crime and save county resources. Youth violence prevention, mental health treatment, and housing programs that address chronic homelessness work. Doesn't this all sound good? And reduced wasteful spending while she's standing there with these big wings on with a halo over her head especially when combined with chronic homelessness drive many crime incidents especially nonviolent crime incidents these drivers of crime often get worse with jail time not better. all right all right all right listen everything she's saying is accurate and true i agree with all that and then people look at me and say well then why don't you get down there and put your fist in the air because i know what they're doing and you're not going to use my good nature 
to feed your beast. And this little halo they have around her head, the way that they shoot it in the video, this ritual, it literally, again, literally looks like a portal opening. How much more blatant do these people have to be before you realize this is not a metaphor, it's not an analogy, it's not a parable, it's not a symbol, it's literally, we are fallen gods, we are coming into your world from another dimension, and we are here to wreak havoc and to consume your energy. It's not a metaphor. It's not. This isn't Monsters Incorporated. This isn't Billy Crystal and John Goodman. This is real. It's in the video, and that's what BLM stands for. They openly tell you they're invoking spirits to carry out their agenda to dismantle and destruct everything that is civilized, everything that is human, everything that is familial, everything that is connectivity, everything that is good, everything that is pure, everything that is balanced, everything that is objective, everything that is that is the epitome of what you would consider to be harmony and peace and love and joy and equality, true equality and justice, and what you perceive to be God. And that's why they don't dress up all nice and happy. That's why they dress up in masks, like their little paramilitary groups. That's why this woman comes out dressed literally like Lucifer. That's why Billie Eilish comes out in her music dressed like Lucifer, burning the world to the ground, but saying, we want to save it. Just like Black Lives Matter. Burn the world to the ground, but we want to save it. No, you want to kill everybody who disagrees with you, Ultimately, in the end game, maybe the founders of BLM don't think that, but the end game is kill everybody who disagrees and anybody who's left. They work for you in collectives. And if you don't participate, you get shamed, you get beaten, you get starved, and then you get your ass killed. And you know what? I can project myself into an audience position. I could sit there with you tonight, whoever you may be, wherever you may be, and I can think, well, everything he's saying is like, it's really intense and it's really overwhelming. I don't know how much of that's true. Let me explain something to you in the kindest, most sincere way I can. If I'm talking about it, unless I'm openly stating, hey, look, this is a, an opinion, everything I have is documented fact. If you don't believe me, please, I'm going to give you some things to look up. Type in, Ifa divination. Type in Yoruba divination. You're going to find what Ifa is. Ifa magic. You're going to find that it's practiced in places like Nigeria. You're going to find that one of the founders of Black Lives Maria, uh, Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter is Nigerian, Nigerian American Opal Tometi. You're going to find that the founder of Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors, is a trained cultural Marxist. You're going to find that what she does in her rituals is the exact same thing that you see in the music industry. And the music industry has nothing to do with black lives. Billie Eilish's song doesn't have anything to do with BLM. It has to do with environmental issues. The very same environmental issues that Stanford Research Institute, that the Club of Rome, that the report from Iron Mountain, and that Silent Weapons of Quiet Wars all target and all specifically identify as ways in which to bring the planet under Total authoritarian control using what they call women's movements, which is why it's one of the 17 points of the sustainability movement through the UN, using what they call black consciousness, I don't know, BLM, and using what they call the conservation ecology movement. So they'll use all these things. They'll use women to create equality, and they'll use black people to create equality, and they'll use environmental issues to create equality. And every time they do it, I got Patrice Kohler's over here dressed like Lucifer coming out of a freaking portal telling you things that are 100% true about the prison population, 100% accurate, but then showing you things subconsciously that are dark and are meant to subvert. And then I've got Billie Eilish dressed 
like Lucifer, falling out of the heavens into a pit of possessive black goo, burning the world down, saying, let's raid heaven together because hell's more fun. And then you get people that look at you like, what the hell are you talking about, man? This is just about peace and love and light. No, how about this? What the hell are you talking about? You don't even know what I'm talking about, which is all well documented. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go look this up for yourself because you, my friend, are being used and abused. They are sucking the life out of you. They are vampires. They are the Lamia. They are draining your energy, sucking it out of you. Now, the Iyami, the Iyami Aji, this is what BLM and Patrice Coolers in particular pledges their allegiance to. This is in the video. It's a literally a prayer to an African mother goddess in Yoruba cosmology. And the mother's role is the, as the force of creation and the sustainer of life and existence. She is the divine. She is the super powerful one, as the name implies. And the Iyamiaji is a Yoruba term of respect and endearment used to describe a woman of African ancestry who is, this is what Patricia is praying to, who is an Aji. So an Aji is a woman who wields various arcane, creative, biological, cosmic, and spiritual powers. I really don't have the energy to even have this conversation with, with some people anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm talking directly to you. Do you know what I mean? When you, when you, can, when you can just look, like, hey, they just put these, these rituals out. They show you the videos. They show you what they're doing, coming through a portal with the wings of Lucifer, telling you this is all about peace and love and equality and justice. And then what they're showing you and what they're telling you they're praying to is literally the mother goddess in, a Yuba, uh, in Yoruba cosmology, the, the Iyami the powerful female force, and a powerful woman, the Aji, who wields arcane, occult, biological, spiritual, and cosmic powers. And I'm supposed to sit back and think, oh, this is about George Floyd. When I can play you the video, literally, I can play you the video where George Floyd is like, don't shoot me, Mr. Police Officer, I got anxiety. And they're like, sir, just get in the car. Please get in the car. We're going to figure this out. I'll roll down the windows for you. Please just get in the car. I don't just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I got anxiety, man. I got anxiety. And then the guy's heart explodes. And then they're like, oh, well, the white guy killed him. Really? The white guy killed him? I mean, here's the video. Really? The white guy killed him? I mean, I don't know. I just, if you want, I could just, here's the, here's some of the video. Yeah. And the cop gets frustrated after about eight minutes. I can't breathe. Nobody's touching him. I'm not a bad guy, man. In the car. I'm not a bad guy. Ah, oh, oh, man. Oh, oh, man. 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 Meanwhile, his two other black friends are standing on the side of the road asking, hey, what do we do? Can we have some information? And they're like, well, we'll get to you in a second. They didn't go over to him and like take out nightclubs and just beat the shit out of him because they're black. They said, well, we'll figure this out in a second. 
and they go over and they talk to this guy. I mean, I, I think I'd have beat the shit out of George Floyd too if he was for, for, for free. How long was they? How long were they arguing with this guy? He's he's out of his mind. He's flailing around. He's kicking. He's screaming. He's yelling. I'd have put a spit hood a spit hood, spit hood over him too. If some guy was on PCP downtown in Rochester and spitting on people and running around naked, yeah, I would have put a spit hood on him. It's not my right as a police officer to beat the hell out of somebody, but if someone's attacking me as a human being, I got a right to defend myself. Police officers have a right to defend themselves. It's not justified to shoot somebody seven times. It's not justified to beat the hell out of somebody. That's not your job as a police officer. But you know what really scares people? You know, it's not white people that scares people. You know what really scares people is that if you were in some of these situations, you wouldn't be able to handle it. That's the real situation that you're dealing with here psychologically. And you would do the exact same thing that the police officer did, despite the fact that you have a moral code you think because you believe in peace and equality. And that's what Jordan Peterson teaches when he talks about the psychology of Nazism or communism. The one thing that really terrifies people is that if you were in Germany in the 30s, there's a good chance you'd been part of the Nazi party. And not only that, you might have taken up a nice lucrative job as a camp guard. Or you'd have taken up a nice lucrative job in the Nazi government. Because the Nazis were no different than you. The communists were no different than you. You know those Republicans you hate so much? They're no different than you. You know those Democrats you hate so much? They're no different than you. I'm no different than you. You're no different than me. I just happen to say things that you're probably thinking. And say things that, ooh, those are uncomfortable things, but you know damn right that they're accurate, that they're true, that they're at least on point, as people say. You want the truth? You want reality? Well, let's just go back to the source. You go back to the source of where all this starts from. And you're telling me that when BLM started, it was all about black guys, then why does their website say that they want to get rid of men and they want to get rid of the family structure? That doesn't make any sense. Why is there a hardcore lean in witchcraft to feminism and anti-Trumpism? That's not what witchcraft is. Being a real witch doesn't mean that you're powerful and hate men and want to kill them. That's like extremist feminism. Believing in equality doesn't mean everybody else has to shut their mouth unless they agree with you. That's not equality. That's doublespeak. All of it, it's all Orwellian if you want to call it this. I mean, I agree with everything, everything that Patrice Cullors has said in this video so far. To unburden the jails with problems it cannot effectively address, Los Angeles must invest taxpayer and then, dollars into prevention and treatment. And then, and then, have you read the Bible, folks? And then, as Lucifer, literally in the video, she goes over to the tree of life as the serpent tempting Eve. You cannot make this stuff up, but they're trying very hard to pretend like they don't know what they're doing. The county is now on the brink of dedicating billions more dollars to construct two new jails. It is time to stop this wasteful cycle with a new public safety strategy. Agreed. The reform jails and community but not red guards initiative calls upon Los Angeles County. Here's an idea. Develop- Here's an idea. How about you stop having the Israeli Defense Force train police officers in the United States? Did you know about that? You know that the ruthless, cunning destructive, chaotic, evil Israeli Defense Force trains police officers in places like Atlanta and places like Texas. Do you know that? I thought that was completely crazy. And we had uh, Jim Mars on years ago before he passed away, and he was like, nope, that's what they're doing. 
And I looked it up, and well, Jim was right. That is what they're doing. They're usually they're literally using one of the most ruthless groups in the world to train police officers in the United States. So yeah, of course, you can reform the training. They never talk about how many of these police officers are also black, but that doesn't matter because it's not about black people. It's about destroying law and order. This is what Satanists do. They work against all things that are pure. They work against all things that are decent. They work against order. That's what a Satanist is. I'm not a fan of the word. I'm not really a fan of, uh, you know, even the word Lucifer, the name Lucifer, the light bearer, because it gets misconstrued. And obviously, if I call these women witches, it has this negative connotation. But I can objectively say, well, like, I guess by classification, I'm a witch, but I I don't use my knowledge of things to try to hurt people. And that's what they're doing, except it's worse because they're telling you they're trying to help people. And it's very likely that the three founders of Black Lives Matter, Opal Tometi, the IFA practitioner, and the other two, Alicia Garza and Patrice Cool, it's likely they don't even know what they're a part of. I mean, I doubt that. I think that they're practicing magicians, like black magicians, but it's likely they don't ultimately know the higher forces that are controlling them. So how can we really critique and criticize them when there are things that are more powerful than them controlling them? You see what I mean? This is something to think about. Ifa. Udu Ifa. I mean, just like literally. Literally, the founder of Black Lives Matter is dressed like the fallen angel approaching the tree of life. And as she's doing this and it's communicating to your subconscious to one of the most classical, traditional, powerful, archetypical stories ever told in the history of the world. And as she speaks over that, which communicates to your subconscious, she's saying things that consciously distract you that are entirely true. Yeah, the prison system is out of control. Yeah, a lot of the people that go to prison do not deserve to go to prison. But then you start talking about rehabilitation and rerouting funds. And where does that money go? Where did all the green money go? The green money just went to a bunch of Obama's criminal friends. Billion dollars, billion dollars, billion dollars, gone, gone, gone to companies that just fail. Because it's just a big scam. These people are vampires. They're siphoning money. They're siphoning energy. They're stealing from you. But they're telling you that if you're a part of what they're a part of, it's equality and it's justice. And then you got people telling you, well, if you don't participate, you just don't understand what it's all about, man. No, I do understand what it's all about. And that's the problem. I understand what it's about. That's why I'm not going to participate in it. Because I'm very well aware that what's happening, although fundamentally is something we can all agree on the darkness of it is overwhelming to those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and they recognize this is not about black lives it's about black magic and overthrowing the human condition pure dark absolute evil carried out by patrons of the devil who attend the Black Mass. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere.
Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com. You could listen to this. And that show is now running all day Friday and all day Saturday on History Channel, which is really amazing. I don't know if there's any other show on TV that's doing that right now, so... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week, and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories, critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. Find the Fringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Are you ready to explore the unknown and The Secret Teachings? Do you have everything you need? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. SpongeBob sounds ready. Are you? They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they could the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Hi, Jeremy Scott here from Into the Power of Normal, and I'm back live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fringe FM. Did you buy Alexa? No, I don't know why people would voluntarily bug your own house. Like, do you think you're the only one listening in on that? You never saw weird science, how creepy these nerds are? All these cameras on your phone, all of that. The people go on Ancestry.com. Why would you send your saliva into the internet? Why don't you just go to the Illuminati and help them build your robot replacement? Alex. Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. 
just visit thesecretteachings.info. Understand the procedure now? Just stop a few of their machines and radios and telephones and lawnmowers. Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same? With few variations. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. And it's themselves. All we need to do is sit back and watch. If you're God and you made the whole universe, are you just going to sit back watching one planet? Maybe that's why the Earth is so fucked up. I don't think he's been watching us for the last couple thousand. When was the last time he reached out? When was the last time he went up, was in a burning bush going, hey, hey, you there, you there with the long curvy stick next to the sheep? I think he's been watching other Earths. But when a long train of abuses, usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. Listen to The Secret Teachings five nights a week, Monday through Friday, on The Fringe FM. Like, what is Satanism, like, really? I mean, to me, it's a logical format of exactly how to fundamentally get the most out of life without any kind of dogma, superstition, fear, or anything else controlling you. It's you being completely in control of your universe. According to their website, a nationally recognized religious and political group. The attraction to Satan is one of the ultimate rebel, the one that wants to work against order, the authority, so to speak, of Yahweh, of God. We support the idea of Lucifer as a metaphorical figure and his influence on man. We live in a nation that is predominantly would say these things like the skulls, the tombstones, the coffins, any of these various objects of art are memento mores, are just symbols of death. These are, do not imply in any way that we're the least bit eager to die or have any sort of Freudian death wish. On the contrary, these are constant reminders that death is around the corner and death doesn't present a better what we have now in the world. Great day to be a Satanist. I believe it and I'm very excited about it. Satanus! Hey, Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! We're not what you think we are. Satanic Temple was an idea between a handful of people directly confronting authority. This makes life fun. And I'm very excited about it. The ultimate rebel. The one that wants to work against order. The authority so to speak, of Yahweh, of God. Thank you, Satan. Hail Satan. Be up. 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 Be up
I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Ifa, the divination practice in the Canary Islands in West Africa and the Yorubas in Nigeria, practiced by the witches and the founders of Black Lives Matter, one of which, Patrice Cullers, who's a trained cultural Marxist by her own admission, has performed rituals, one of which back in June, the video was published, where she literally dresses up like the fallen angel, approaches the tree of life in the Garden of Eden at this ritual, and as she approaches the tree of life in the Garden of Eden in this ritual, and you can see the portal for which the demon came out of in the background, literally in the video, she's praying to the Iyami. And the Iyami, which is a Yoruba term of respect, meant to describe a woman of African ancestry who is considered to be an Aji. Iyami Aji, a woman who wields arcane, occult powers of witchcraft, biological, spiritual, and cosmic powers, the mother of Yoruba cosmology. You talk about a wow factor. I don't know how much more powerful or how much more profound I could make this. Iyami Aji. In essence, the priestess, mother goddess, witch of Yoruba cosmology and African myth in general. And Patrice Cullors is literally praying to her, dressed as Lucifer, on the Tree of Life. Couldn't you have used, like, a different image? Why go back to that image? Why? Because these people know what they're doing. They know that it's powerful. They know how to speak to your subconscious. So while she's hanging on the Tree of Life dressed like the devil, and predominantly, like, I just, in this video here, there's one, two... Five of the six people I see just in this clip here are white. So th these aren't even black people around her. They're, they're white people. And she's here dressed like the devil or Lucifer on the tree of life. And, and it all just, it's performance art like Marina Abramovic. I don't even know what will happen. He'll just go out there and people pay me money and I dance around and I just feel the energy in the room. And I sit at a table for 20 minutes or two hours and I look at somebody and they pay me a thousand dollars, you know? It's just performance. I don't even know what will happen. I face myself. It's, in, it's incredibly scary when I look through the hollow lens. But she's a great person. You know, training the Podestas and training Jay-Z and training Lady Gaga and how to perform these rituals. Who do you think these people are? These aren't your friends. They're not entertainers. They're doing things because they're taking shortcuts. That's what they're doing. They're taking shortcuts to power. They're taking shortcuts to creating and building things because there are powers that will give you what you want, but in the end, it's all the work of the Limea. It's all the work of the vampire. And when it's all said and done, the beautiful feast vanishes. 
Apollonius of Tyana. You can read the story about the interaction with the Lymia, the deceiver, the woman who tricked and deceived the succubus, the Jezebel spirit, and everything that she offered the young man was just imaginative. It was an illusion. There were no fine cups and plates and beautiful wedding decorations. It's all a fraud. It was all fake. It was all it was unreal. Why? Because she wanted to take his energy. It's a really great story. You should read it. Apollyon, Apollyonus of Tayana, the story of the Lamia. It's in my book, Occult Arcana, if you have a copy of it. If you don't, you can buy one on the secretteachings.info. The Lamia, the vampire. I mean, I really don't know what else could be said about one of the biggest social movements in the world founded on what would seem like okay, acceptable, positive, occult, arcane powers in invoking spirits of the dead and using hashtags as magical sigils to carry out some kind of plan or some kind of agenda. But when the plan or the agenda is about destroying civilization in their own words, from the Atlantic magazine to think tanks to the BLM website, although they just took their page down where it says they want to get rid of the family, I guess that was it was just too much. They couldn't hide it anymore. And then you have the founders also saying that, yeah, we pray to the Iyami, which I don't think the Iyami is a bad thing. It's just the spirit of the, of the, of the, of the goddess. It's the, the woman, the powerful creator. Although the Aji, the, the Iyami Aji, the Aji is a woman who wields arcane, creative, biological, spiritual, and cosmic powers. In other words, the Aji is a witch. And they're literally praying to the highest powers of witchcraft. Oh my God, you cannot make this stuff up. They're literally praying to the highest powers of witchcraft, which are ultimately the devil who gives the witch the power to levitate and the power to perform arcane things that otherwise you wouldn't be able to do because it's like having a cheat code to the game that God created, to the code that God wrote. So you have the cheat code. So you levitate like Billie Eilish. And it's, it's like they, they don't even try to conceal it. They're just like, yeah, this is what we do. And we, you and I, we're in a unique position because if you listen to this show, you're probably a lot like me. Like, I'm not afraid of the word Satanism. I'm not afraid of the word Lucifer. I think Lucifer can also be a very positive force. I think Satan, Saturn, is a necessary evil. I don't freak out when I see skulls or crossbones. I know what they mean. The Jolly Roger, the, the Knights Templar, the pirates. But the Jolly Roger also means poison. It can mean death. But skulls also relate to, just like you heard uh, LaVey say in that compilation, that montage I played. He said there, there are things that allow us to remember that death is around the corner, that we shouldn't fear death. We shouldn't welcome death. We should just accept death as a part of life and be okay to die. Well, that's not evil. But when you take it, and you use it to destroy. That's why 
sacred things have always been preserved in secret because there are those who will take them, profane them, and use them to abuse people knowingly or unknowingly. And either way, it's going to come back on you in a very, very dark way. You play around with these kinds of things, it's going to harm you. And that's why the people that play around with these kinds of things, they don't care if you catch them playing around with them because they're so invested and they're so involved and the powers that protect them will always protect them as long as the pact with those forces is maintained. And maybe they suffer somewhere else, but you cannot touch them in this life. You cannot touch them in this world. They transcend this world. They own this world. They run this world. And they know that they'll lose that power the second that they stop participating, the second that they attempt to break the deal, the contract, the pact. That's why the sorcerer, the magician, whomever, whatever it might be, inevitably becomes involved in horrific things because what they make the deal with wants more and more and more and more until they've sucked every drop of soul out of your being. Until there's nothing left but a hollow shell that's possessed by the pact-making entity or force or energy. Maybe there's a little bit of you left, but not much. So if you want to create something, you want to build something, you want to be something, you have to put in the effort, you have to sacrifice in order to obtain that. Wisdom is not going to be handed to you. It's going to be achieved through your own hands. Prime example of why you don't sell your soul to the devil, whatever that might mean, and it means a lot of things, is that once you do it, you never obtain what you think that you're going to obtain. And you sure as hell... are not going to understand anything more powerful or sacred or significant about the world. In fact, the world will be more closed off to you. The more that you allow yourself to sit in that darkness, that profound blackness, the more it will consume you. Words are powerful. You, you really think black lives matter? means black lives matter? There's many levels of interpretation, but forget about lives for a second. Just think about the word. The way that this group is conducted is it's literally like a black mass run by black magicians who are classified in their own words as practitioners of Ifa witchcraft, praying to the Iyami goddess of the Aji, the highest female powers in what you could term witchcraft, that give you access to biological, spiritual, and cosmic energies. I mean, there's lit- I don't. I can't say anything else about it. That's it. That's the key. That's what this is all about. You want to go into the political components of it? You can. You want to go into the philosophical components of it, you can. But this is so incredibly important because if you're participating in this stuff and you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to inform yourself real quick because the Limea is sucking every drop of energy out of you that it can. Those spirits of evil, they are sucking every drop of energy out of you that they can. And you know why they're doing that? 
And you know why they're targeting the people that they're targeting? Because the people that they're targeting, the people that you might, you know, you might disagree with me and you might think, nah, it's love and light and peace and equality and justice. Great. I believe that you truly think that. I know that you truly think that. I used to be like you. I used to think the same thing that I realized I was being used. But if you really think that, those are the people that have such a pure heart. They have such a pure sense of equality and justice, and they really do truly care. That's what the spirit of evil wants. It wants the purest thing. And if you allow the purest on any level of existence to be abused, then you've allowed all the pure things in the world to be abused in the same way. You might give yourself over thinking that it's a good thing. You allow that to happen, you start getting bills like that were passed in California where they basically legalize pedophilia. You start working down the pole until you get to the very bottom where infants and babies are involved, where they're chopping them to pieces, and it just becomes more and more depraved. You think it can't get worse? It looks like a scene from Event Horizon when they open up the video and they see what hell looks like with people's eyes coming out of their head and people pulling entrails out of other people's bodies and people's eyes shown or stapled shut or their mouths sewn shut. Horrible, disturbing images and things. That's what this energy is all about. That's what this movement is all about. And until you can sit there and you can break this down and explain to me why I'm entirely wrong, which I'm not, you probably have different perspectives. I mean, Clay Hart, one of our, one of our longtime listeners, Clay sent this. I appreciate it, Clay. He sent this to me about, uh, about the, like, the Ayama, Ayami. I don't know if he even knew what the Ayami was, but he sent me this video and said this is just a disturbing ritual that one of the BLM founders did. You watch this thing and it just it's literally it's literally Lucifer on the tree of life and it's like I'm supposed to look at this and think, oh, that's about Black Lives Matter, that's about George Floyd right there. When it's all just based, and that's the thing. See, that's the thing about evil. It's all a trick. Just like the deal you make with the devil, it's a trick. The whole story of George Floyd, it's a trick. People that never watch the video that never paid attention to what really happened, tell me, where did you get that information? What are you talking about? How, how do you know that? Because I watched the video. So that's why I know it. Did you watch it? Well, no, but that just can't be true. Are you so brain dead and so brainwashed and so conditioned that you think openly, you consciously are aware that you don't know, but you still tell me I'm wrong knowing that I know, because it's too much for you to handle? That's darkness, pure and simple. That's negativity, pure and simple. There's in no way, shape, or form there's that love or light. All I'm saying is be careful if you're all about love and light and equality and justice because your energy is being siphoned by very dark forces. Not just by dark forces, but it's being vampired by very human forces that want to take and use and exploit. Why do you think so many black folks don't support these movements? Because they're smarter than that. And they know that they profess to speak for an entire collective group of people. When I can look at this video where Patrice Cullors is praying to the Iyami, and it's like 7 of 10 are white. Where's the black community at? 
It's like three black witches and a bunch of white people gathering around them. Somebody help me understand that and explain that. You remember Star Wars? Remember when uh, they released one of the newer ones and they've got Luke on that island or something, whatever her name is, Ray, you know, which is Ma Ray, Mary, the mother, the archetype. So they got Ray goes to, to goes to the island and Luke's trying to train her and he's like, you, you didn't even try to avoid the dark side. You just dumped, you jumped right in. I can't, I cannot train you. That's why not only are these movements that are strictly, you know, social movements predominantly white, but they're predominantly female. And a lot of the males out there are trying to get some pussy, and a lot of the other males that are out there are brain dead. Until you get into Antifa, and then it's not really a bunch of women, it's literally a paramilitary force that back in the 30s worked for the Communist Party. It was their military branch. That's what Antifa was, and that's what Antifa is. And somehow, this is weird, Antifa gets tied in with, like, BLM, and it gets tied in with, like, individual peace movements. These are individual movements. Dude, they're branches of the same tree. Well, they're not called the same thing. Are you really that, are you really that simple that you can't understand that the devil doesn't come and say, hey, look, I'm the devil. I'm here to hurt you. The devil says, hey, I'm here to bring peace. Come with me. But you know that something's not right, but your intuition, although it's accurate, you ignore it because it feels better to be a part of something. And all the necessary forces of evil understand that that's why they're necessary forces of evil, because you have to understand them, comprehend them, and overcome them in order to become something, in order to become powerful, in order to look back and say, I'm glad I wasn't deceived by that, because that could have been really bad. All I'm saying is, this is what's happening. This is what we're watching occur. I mean, that and also, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris say that their agenda for America is a 3 a.m. agenda, which is the witching hour. What do you think these people are talking about? What do you think? What do you think they're talking about? You think it's just, oh, it's just that's just like you're stretching there for for meaning. Now, if you don't realize what's going on and you think, oh, it's just love and light, you're stretching for meaning. Actually, you're recoiling for meaning because it's a little bit scary to reach out. It's a little bit scary to go beyond it. If you don't go beyond it, you're not going to find what's beyond it. What's beyond it is what you're actually looking for, but you have to go through the darkness to find it. I really can't believe what I'm looking at here. I'm looking at like something that you would think you would see in some castle in Brussels with a thousand points of light. Is that's what I'm looking at here in this in this ritual, where she's literally praying to the high priestess, the high goddess, the 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 highest powers of witchcraft, and I'm supposed to think, oh, it's just it's just an accident. It's all just it's all it's all just an accident. It's just it's she's on the tree of life with the wings of of the Lucifer, but it's you know it's okay. I'm not even Christian, for the record. These people are so evil, though, it makes me kind of step back I'm Ryan Gable this is the secret teachings thank you all so much for listening tonight if you have any questions comments or something you'd like to share with us I'd love to hear your feedback rdgable at yahoo.com that's rdgable at yahoo.com check out the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
where you can find my books like Occult Arcana. And you can find our full show archive and our montages. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. And if you'd like anything, any evidence or proof or documents of anything we talked about tonight, rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying with us throughout the show tonight. You could listen to this. And that show is now running all day Friday and all day Saturday on History Channel, which is really amazing. I don't know if there's any other show on TV that's doing that right now, so... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories, critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. Find TheFringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books. www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Are you ready to explore the unknown and The Secret Teachings? Do you have everything you need? I've got my secret socks on, and my secret TV, and my secret TV channel. SpongeBob sounds ready. Are you? 